Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. We know that running a small firm is tough and ending the year with a profit may be even tougher. That's why we created Profit for Small Firm Architects. It's a three-module digital course and it's available to you for free right now by visiting entrearchitect.com slash free course. This is Entre Architect Podcast, episode 111. Welcome back to the Entre Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm whether you're in the process of launching a startup or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. Every week, we receive calls from potential clients People who've come our way through word of mouth, a Google search, or in response to our amazing marketing efforts. And we answer those calls and, and we begin a process that hopefully will lead the most qualified of the bunch to signing a contract. And that process is called our sales system. We all do it and we all have one. And back in episode 109, you learned all about steps to putting together successful sales. But how many of those calls are qualified to be our clients? How many people do we need to talk to in order to complete the process and sign a contract? How many contracts do we need to sign and, and how can we predict if we'll actually meet those goals? 
How do we manage all the different prospects in all different phases of our process? This week on the Entree Architect podcast, I will share how to manage your sales pipeline as a small firm architect. This episode of the Entree Architect podcast is sponsored by FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. Learn more at freshbooks.com slash architect. So a sales pipeline, that's not something that too many of us architects are talking about or thinking about these days. But what is a sales pipeline? Well, a, a sales pipeline is an approach to selling. And it describes the, the individual steps one takes from initial contact through the qualifying process that, that uh, turns that person into a lead and then further validates that lead into a sales opportunity. And step by step and step and step and step until you get to your close, until you sign a contract. It's the visual representation of your sales system. And we talked about sales systems and how to put together sales, successful sales, back in episode 109. You can go back and listen to that. And today we're going to talk about the sales pipeline, the, the visual representation of that system. Um, imagine a funnel. Imagine the shape of a funnel. And that's sort of the way a pipeline works. At the very top are your uh, potential clients, They're the people who are out there who are interested in what you're doing. And they sort of, there's lots of those. And the as the funnel comes down, it gets narrower and narrower. And so you start with your initial contact, somebody who calls you. Those those are the people at the top of the funnel. Um, and then as you come down and the funnel gets smaller, you have uh, the qualified leads. So maybe those initial contacts, some of them become qualifying leads. And there's somebody who, who you're, is interested in what you're doing and they qualify to be one of your clients. Um, and then through the process, they you validate them and you may create a sales uh, proposal and you send them and it gets closer and closer and closer uh, down to the final step of signing a contract. So at the very bottom of the funnel is a signed contract, right? So you start with people who are interested in what you're doing to qualified people all the way through to um, a signed contract and it gets smaller and smaller as you get down. So fewer and fewer of those potential uh, people at the top uh, are qualified and become opportunities and become um, signed contracts and clients. And so only a few of those. That's why the funnel gets smaller. That funnel is essentially your pipeline. And not many of us are using sales systems at all. Uh, not many of us have any idea about pipelines. I can tell you that I did not uh, until I started Entree Architect and I started learning more about business and how it works. And this is the way sales works. This is a great way to identify uh, where your prospects are in the process of your sales system. Um, and some of you may not see the benefits from the amount of work that's required to managing that pipeline. You just want to you know, make the phone calls or speak on the phone and uh, qualify them and put together a proposal and meet with them and send it off and you're done. And you don't track them. That once it's sent out, it's done. Um, and there's an additional effort in order to be able to track all those. And, um, and others, like many of us, many, you know, like me, didn't even know that there was a process for this, didn't really understand that, um, that we should be doing that. And so today I just wanted to, I wanted to bring it to your attention about the sales pipeline and the, a sales funnel 
and, and describe how it works and what it does and why you should be using one. We're most likely already using a sales system. It's the process that we go through every time somebody answers the phone and we go through that process. It's just not documented. It's not developed into an actual business system that you can use whenever somebody calls or, or somebody else may be able to use uh, in order for you to not have to do that job anymore. There may be somebody else in your firm that uh, you can train through a business system, a sales system that can get you to the point where, you know, where you meet them later down the funnel. Um, each step of that system describes the tasks and the deliverables that you need to, to do to, 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 um, in order for that initial contact uh, to become a, a contract. Um, so that's what a pipeline is. So how do we structure an effective sales pipeline? That's really what we're talking about here. How do we do that? How do we uh, put together a system and, and organize it in a way that is helpful to us? And every sales system is different depending on who's developing that system and, and who's working that system and, and who are your clients? Who, who are you hoping that will buy through this system? And you know, every sales system has steps. You go through step one, someone calls on the telephone and you do an initial contact, an initial phone call, and then you qualify them and you decide whether you're going to meet with them and you have a meeting, you know? So think about that process. Write down all the steps that you go through, every step, every single step of the process from the initial contact all the way through signing the contract. Put that down on paper. And there may be a few dozen steps. That's the first step in putting together this sales pipeline for your firm. Figure out, think about it, sit down with a piece of paper in front of you or an Evernote page open uh, and, and write down all of the steps. Just go through in your mind every single step of the sales process and look through the steps. Once you have them all written down, you know, they probably have, you know, 20, 30 different steps that you go through. And pick out the five or six most important steps that lead a contract or a client, a, a, a contact uh, to becoming a client. What are those 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 benchmarks? What are those points of of uh, from going from one phase to the next? Because you don't want too many steps in the system. Because if it's too complicated, people won't use it. Systems, business systems. Uh, need to be simple. They need to be easy to use. They need to be easier to use than to not use them or else they're not effective systems. All the systems that we talk about in business need to be simple. They need to be easy to use and, and they should be easy to understand and to, to communicate how they work. So maybe um, the, the, the five steps that you, you go through is uh, the initial contact, the qualification, right? So once you have an initial contact, you qualify them, that you, you decide that you're going to proceed through the rest of the pipeline with this person. Um, then the third step might be a meeting. So you've qualified them on the telephone and you've scheduled the meeting and you go to this meeting. So that's the third step is you have a meeting. And there's a bunch of other steps in between all of these main steps, but initial contact, qualification, meeting. Then after the meeting, proposal. So you put together a proposal. And you uh, present that proposal. And then the fifth step might be, the final step might be the close. How do you go from that proposal to an actual signed contract? 
Um, and many of us are going through the first four steps, the initial contact, the qualification. We're meeting, or very often, we're not even qualifying. We're just going to meet with anybody who calls. So there's a step in there called qualification that's really, really important that you're not wasting your time with people who are not qualified that don't meet your target market, don't meet your qualifications for a client for your firm. Uh, that's your responsibility to know who those people are and to filter out the ones that are not and move them on to somebody else. You know, a referral to a friend, another architect would be a great idea for that. Um, so that second step, qualification, then a meeting, then a proposal, and then the close. It's really important that you, after the proposal, you go through a series of process um, of, of closing that deal. And I talked about that in episode 109. So go back to that and listen to 109. And, we'll t- and, and you'll talk about uh, the close. And, and that's, a, that's a simple system. The, the five steps, initial contact, qualification, meeting, proposal, and close. Simple, right? And probably a very similar process to what you're already doing uh, every time a contact calls and y- you start going through your process. The things you naturally do, that's, those are the five steps that you probably naturally do. Uh, oh, some of them we do better than others. Um, but that's the five steps. Then let's say that you have uh, 10 initial contacts per month. Let's just say that uh, every month you get 10 initial contacts. So 10 people calling in, and this is theoretical. You might have 20, you might have 30, you might have five, you might have two. Let's just say for this podcast, I want to keep it, keep it simple. We're going to talk about numbers here and numbers on podcasts don't always work, but I'm going to give it a shot here. So listen up. Let's say we have 10 initial contacts per month. And out of the 10 contacts, typically one of those 10 contacts are qualified to be a prospect. So of the 10 people who call, maybe only one is a, is a qualified prospect, right? Okay. So the percentage of that one out of 10, obviously, is, is 10%. So, so measured as a percentage, that one out of the 10 is 10%. Uh, so 10% of your initial contacts become qualified prospects. Understand that? Okay. So... So then do the math of the remaining steps of your process. So it might look something like this. Maybe the initial contact is zero because it's, you know, you have, there's, there's no, there's all these people, 0%. Uh, there's no, there's no uh, likelihood of somebody calling. You just start with zero. Then qualification is 10%, which is what we talked about. So qualifying. So going from that initial contact through qualification. So maybe of those 10, only one becomes a qualified prospect. So qualification is 10%. And then going from qualification to meeting uh, might be 30%. And so it gets bigger and bigger. The percentages of the number, the people, number of people get through, get smaller and smaller, but the percentages get bigger and bigger. So as you get through the funnel, as you get closer to the, to the end at the close, the more likely the, 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 the prospect becomes that they're going to become a client. So it starts at zero, then qualification is 10%. And these are just, these are theoretical numbers. You need to figure out these numbers on your own. You need to track your process so you know how many come through the funnel and how many actually become, go to the next step. So um, you can say initial contact is zero, qualification is 10%, uh, a meeting might be 30%, the proposal is 60% of those people go to, to the close. And after the close, if you go through the close, it's 100%. Anybody who signs a contract would be 100% of the people who sign contracts, sign contracts. And so each step of the way, initial contact, 
qualification meeting proposal close uh, with every initial contact entering the sales pipeline to become a, a sales opportunity. And so that's, that's, these are the percentages of these opportunities going down the funnel. So 10% of the initial contacts become qualifications. 30% of the qualifications become a meeting. Uh, 60% of the uh, proposal or meetings become proposals and 100% of the closes are closes. Got it? Okay. I know that's a bunch of numbers and complicated when you're talking about it, but uh, think about it. Okay. Now, each of those opportunities has a value. This is the next step. Each one of those opportunities becomes a value. Each opportunity is somebody coming in through this sales process. Someone going into this pipeline, an, a, a human being that you're tracking is an opportunity. Okay. And each opportunity has a value. So one signed contract in your firm might be equal to $10,000 in revenue for your firm. Okay. So one signed contract might be equal in this theoretical uh, example might be worth $10,000 in revenue to your firm. So each time someone enters the, the, the funnel as a qualified prospect, they might be worth $10,000. You can determine the value of every specific opportunity. Uh, so someone calling you through the process of, of qualification, you may be determined that this is a, a $50,000 revenue this, or this may be a $10,000 revenue, or you can just use uh, a, 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 a weighted opportunity value for, for everybody that comes through the funnel. And in this example, we're going to talk about a, um, a, uh, a weighted opportunity. Let's take a quick break here to say thank you to FreshBooks for their support as a platform sponsor of Entree Architect. Because as a platform sponsor, FreshBooks has provided funding and support for our overall mission here at Entree Architect. They recognize the need for small firms like us to build better businesses in order to be better architects. FreshBooks is the easy to use accounting software designed to help us small firm owners get organized, save time, and get paid faster. It takes care of invoicing, expense tracking, estimating, reporting, and it all happens out on the cloud so you have access to your information from anywhere that you have access to the internet. And I use FreshBooks for my own small firm, 5Cat Studio, and my favorite feature of the FreshBooks software is sending my invoices by email and allowing my clients to pay by credit card. When FreshBooks says that you'll get paid faster, they're not kidding. With the convenience of clicking a button and paying by credit card, many of my clients pay now as soon as they receive their invoice. And for those clients who don't pay right away, FreshBooks automatically sends them a reminder of the balance due at an interval that I set. So once I send an invoice, I can go back to being an architect and I don't need to chase down any of my clients. And Tim Lee of FreshBooks will show you how easy it is to send invoices by email on our exclusive video series, Tim and I produced exclusively for the Entree Architect community. Check out this free video series at entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks video. There's no catch. There's no email. It's completely free. Just go to entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks video and you will get the videos right away. There's three of them. Shows you everything you need to know about getting started. And then go to freshbooks.com slash architect, freshbooks.com slash architect and sign up for your free 30-day trial and give it a try. It's free. I suggest you just send one invoice and see what happens. That's how I got started. Just send one invoice to one client and see how it works. And when I did that and I got paid 
much faster than usual. I signed up for the rest of it, and I set up my whole my whole account in FreshBooks. FreshBooks.com slash architect for your free 30-day trial. And be sure to enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. So let's say that that opportunity is that $10,000. And so um, every opportunity that comes through the funnel, anybody that enters the funnel, is, is has an opportunity value of $10,000, okay? So now we're going to go back to our five steps. And the um, let's say that uh, those 10 opportunities that we talked about up front uh, enter the funnel, and, um, and uh, uh, seven of them make it through to qualification. And so the value of the, the opportunities that are in qualification at 10%, we determined that up, up above, qualification at 10%, seven opportunities at a value of $10,000 each is 10,000 times those seven. So that's 70,000, but it's only 10% a value of only 10%. So the value of the people who are in the qualification phase of the pipeline uh, is worth $7,000. Okay, so there's seven opportunities that are sitting in the qualification phase of your pipeline. Um, they're each worth $10,000, so that's 7 times 10,000 is 70000 but they're only worth uh, 10%, right? We decided that they're only worth 10%. And so the value of each one of those opportunities in the qualification phase is, is $7,000 if there's seven opportunities in there. And so you, you're basically giving a value to your pipeline, Right, so this is this is the process that we're going through. You want to figure out how much the value of all the potential opportunities in the pipeline is worth as a total. So each one of these phases would have opportunities. So somebody, um, there might be five opportunities in the in the meeting phase. In the meeting phase, uh, five of those opportunities is uh, fifty thousand dollars and thirty percent. They're they're they're. Uh, percentage is a is thirty percent, so that's 50, worth fifteen thousand dollars. Then the next one is proposal. Maybe there's three opportunities in the proposal, and these these numbers are you know depends on who gets through the phase, um, and you're tracking all of these. And so in the proposal phase, there might be three opportunities, and three opportunities are worth thirty thousand dollars. So each opportunity is valued at. Um, $10,000. There's three opportunities in the proposal phase. Um, that's $30,000 and they're worth 60%, the 60% uh, possibility that they're going to go through the close. And so the value of the people who are in the proposal phase is $18,000. That's that's three opportunities at $10,000 times 60%, $18,000. And then maybe there's two opportunities in the closing phase. There's two right there waiting to be closed. They're 100% um, two opportunities, $10,000 each is worth 20,000. So if you add up all of those values, so the value of the initial contacts are worth zero. The value of the seven opportunities in the qualification phase is 7,000. The five opportunities in the meeting phase is worth 15,000. And the three opportunities in the proposal phase are worth 18,000. And the two opportunities in the closing phase is worth 20,000. If you add all that up, the, va- the weighted value of the entire pipeline at the moment of time that you've clicked this, this looked at this opportunity, uh, 
looked at this pipeline, I looked at the system at that moment, you add up all those values, 7,000 plus 15,000 plus 18,000 plus 20,000 equals $60,000. So that's the value of your pipeline at that moment, okay? If through the Profit for Small Firm Architects course, which you can go to Entree Architect and right there on the homepage, you can, you can download that for free, the Profit for Small Firm Architects course. If in that course you've determined that you need $500,000 worth of revenue to hit your profit goal of 20%, again, theoretical, I'm just talking so we can use some numbers here. So if you've determined that you need $500,000 in total revenue to hit your profit uh, goals, uh, we know that we need to sign about $42,000 worth of contracts every month. In, okay, so 12 months at $42,000 gets you to $500,000. Again, theoretical. Um, and a rule of thumb for your uh, the opportunity value of your pipeline, our pipeline right now at this point in time is worth $60,000. A rule of thumb is that your pipeline should be... Um, should be valued at three times more than your monthly requirement. So if our monthly requirement is $42,000 in order to reach that $500,000, then we need a lot more um, uh, opportunities in that pipeline. So if we need $42,000 per month, the opportunity value of your pipeline uh, needs to be uh, 126,000. So that's 42,000 times three, right? So 42,000 times three is 126,000, not 60,000. We determined before that our pipeline is at 60,000. So we need to double the opportunities in our pipeline. We need to more than double them, right? So if we're at 60 with who's in our pipeline now, and we know that we need 126,000 in order to, uh, to, to end up with the 42,000 that we need, um, then we need to double that. And so, so with that knowledge, with all of those numbers, and I'm going to put all of these calculations and all of these numbers on the blog at entrearchitect.com slash episode 111. So all these numbers will make more sense when you see them in print, and they'll all be over there at, at episode 111. Um, with that knowledge, knowing that pipeline and the value of that pipeline you can predict your future contracts. You can predict who's going to make it through, right, with these percentages and the values. Um, you'll be able to predict the future revenue and and you'll know whether you're going to be profitable or not. You're going to be able to take the information that we've learned in the Profit for Small Firms, uh, Small Firm Architects course and figure out how to put together a sales system, a sales pipeline to get you to those numbers that you need to be profitable. So that's it. That's that's the sales pipeline. So a sales pipeline is a visual representation uh, of your sales process where you can see all of these potential clients in different phases, all displayed neatly and organized uh, according to the phase. So you can have a you can have a spreadsheet. You can do this in Microsoft or Excel or Google Sheets and put together a spreadsheet which each of your phases. Maybe you have these five phases: initial contact, qualification meeting, proposal, and close. You put those in columns, and in the columns are your different um, your different opportunities, the different people within your funnel. And you can track them. So when, you, when a, 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 um, a prospect goes from uh, qualification to a meeting, you, sh you move them from the qualification column to the meeting column. And when they get moved, 
their value changes. So that's why we talked about values. So if you have a pipeline and you see this visual representation of your pipeline, you can actually look graphically at all of these prospects on your pipeline uh, uh, software or, or the spreadsheet that you've created, and you can see the opportunities. You can see that you had 10 opportunities in that initial contact uh, phase, and you had seven opportunities in the qualification phase. You can see visually that there are five opportunities in the meeting phase, three opportunities in the proposal phase, and they all add up on the spreadsheet. So the value of those, you can set it up so each one has the value that you've determined. And at the bottom, you can see the value very quickly of that pipeline. And so if you need $126,000 of your pipeline and you only have 60, it'll be very clear that you need to do a lot more work and you need to build up your pipeline. You need to do the things you need to do in marketing and business development to get your pipeline filled. Okay. That's why we're talking about this because there needs to be a process. There needs to be some way that you can see who's in which phase, who do you need to call next? Who do you need to go to the next step on your system that we talked about to move them from qualification to meeting, from meeting to proposal, from proposal to close. When do you do that? Who do you do that for? If you have uh, 25 people in your pipeline, how do you keep track of those? This is the tool that you keep track of your pipeline. You can create this very simply using Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel, or there are uh, customer relationship management tools that you can purchase. And there's some that is uh, desktop software. There are uh, there are web web apps that you can get. Um, a few names if you want to take a look at them. I haven't used any of these, so I I can't uh, recommend any of them. But Polio um, by Citrix is um, is made by the makers of GoToMeeting, uh, Salesforce, uh, the small business edition. Salesforce, when most people hear Salesforce, they think big, um, big entre- uh, uh, enterprise software. They also have a small business edition of Salesforce, which is highly rated. If you go and you look for the high, uh, most rated uh, CRM tools, CRM is customer relationship management. Salesforce is very highly rated. Zoho is uh, Z-O-H-O, it's a free tool that you can use, so maybe that's something we can start with. Insightly, I-N-S-I-G-H-T-L-Y, Insightly. Uh, They also have a free version that's very highly rated for small firms. There's Pipedrive, there's tools like Infusionsoft, which is much more advanced than than, um, some of these others. Uh, They have more, and Marketo, uh, very high-end, very, uh, a, um, entre- um, enterprise software, Marketo is another one. Um, and then you can, con- the, these tools are things that you can use, but you don't necessarily need these tools. These tools make it easier. It's, it's the process is already put together for you. Um, but it's not too difficult to put together a spreadsheet with the number of prospects in each of these five phases and adding the values to them. Um, putting together the formulas in Excel or Sheets. Not difficult at all. So um, the sales pipeline, you know, it, it's taking the sales system and breaking it down into a visual representation so you can actually track which prospects are where. It 
and, and because it's a system and because it's a simple system, it sounds complicated because I threw all these numbers together, but the system is simple. The system is to break down the sales process into phases, then give the phases value, give the opportunities that come through the funnel, through the pipeline a value. Um, those values get determined by the percentage of each phase because as you go down the funnel, the percentage of, of conversion gets higher and higher you can determine the value of your pipeline. You can determine the value of the potential opportunities that are sitting there waiting for you to go work them. That process, because it's all there visually in a, in a graphic re- visualization, makes it easier. You, when you do your Monday morning meeting with yourself, you can go to your sales pipeline spreadsheet and say, okay, who do we have and when do we have it? Who do we need to call? Who do we need to uh, to qualify, who do we need to call back? Um, it's all right there on the pipeline software. You can actually see what you need to do and when you need to do it. Who is the who is the most likely to become uh, the next step in the process? That's the way you convert these initial calls to closes. There's there's an intentional process that you go through. And you can, you can do it just by putting together a, a sales system. But then when you take it to the next level and you put together a sales pipeline and you actually see that pipeline visually, it helps you go through that sales system in a more intentional way. Um, and you convert more prospects into clients. Your revenues go up because you know how much uh, each of these potential opportunities are worth. And you know how many you need. So with that in mind, you can do the things you need to do. And it doesn't just happen. You know, you, you just cross your fingers that you get enough money in this month to uh, to pay your bills. This is a way to predict the sales within your firm. So I hope that's helpful. That's the sales pipeline. Um, and you can uh, go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 111. And I will add, I will have all of this information. I know there's a lot of numbers here, a lot of percentages. It gets really confusing when you're listening to this in your earbuds. Um, But the idea here, this is the takeaway. Don't worry about all the numbers that I just described. Go to entrearchitect.com slash episode uh, 111, and it'll all be there. You don't have to remember any of that. This is the big takeaway. The big takeaway is that you need a sales system, and the pipeline will help you manage that sales system. And so... Take some time, go over to the blog, look at these numbers, and then take some time in, in your the meeting for yourself, the Monday morning meeting uh, with yourself, and think about this. Think about putting together a, a sales pipeline for your firm, whether you are uh, a firm of one or a firm of 21, it doesn't matter. You, this is a process that will help you uh, make more sales and become more successful. Complete show notes and a direct link to download this episode will be found at entrearchitects.com slash episode 111. And that is going to be a good one because I know this was a complicated one to to follow and to understand. So go to entrearchitects.com slash episode 111 and I will have all of those numbers and a a little blog post about how this works over there as well. So entrearchitects.com slash episode 111. And don't forget to pick up your access to our free three-module digital course, Profit for Small Firm Architects. Just head over to entrearchitect.com slash free course, and you can get that. That might be a good idea to go through that course first. It's free. 
uh, figure out what your profit goal is, and then come back and put together your sales pipeline in order to feed that profit goal. Good idea, huh? That's why you came to Entree Architect to get information like that. Go to entrearchitect.com slash free course and get the Profit for Small Firm Architects course right now. And that will help you build a better business. My name is Mark Arlapage and I am an entrepreneur architect. If you haven't learned that by now, I don't know where you've been. And I encourage you to go share what you know. I thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you for being there. And I'll see you next week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh the one God. that came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. 
there is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.